Welcome to the Allegory of Spots podcast series. Thank you for joining. In each episode, we introduce a new spot. We talk about how spots hinder our progression mentally, emotionally, spiritually, and physically, and how to overcome any spot that may be holding you back. As you begin to move and apply the things you learn, you will start to see weaknesses become strengths. You will begin to see and feel greater light come into your life. I am Lisa. Welcome to the Allegory of Spots. Today we're going to talk about double-minded. Socrates said, The unexamined life is not worth living. And from the Webster Dictionary, double-minded is defined as wavering in mind, undecided, vacillating, marked by hypocrisy, insincere. These words define someone who is unable to put their trust in God. Is that you? The word double-minded is something I understand. Since I could describe myself as a double-minded person, or you could say a fence-sitter, I wavered. I was often undecided on what I was willing to commit to when it came to God and Jesus Christ. I prayed regularly and felt God was in my life, and that was about it. I married someone who had grown up with parents who had, that had different perspectives regarding religion, which caused Sundays to be a battleground, often ending in arguments. I knew that was not what religion should mean. I did not want that for my children. And so we agreed on Sundays to take our children to different churches. It was easier this way. No conversation, no conflict. And so life went on like this for many years. Then I decided to choose, and through scripture study and through lots of prayer, I was awakened. And when in March 2020, I woke in the early morning hours with a clear mind and knew that there was no longer time to be a fence sitter. I knew that I believed with all my heart, my mind, and my soul that there is a God and he gave his only begotten son to the world. My spirit soared. Tears came, and I got out of bed to capture this middle-of-the-night inspiration and wrote a letter to all of my children. The journey had brought me to that point, that after years of being partially committed to God, I knew with complete understanding that every soul does matter to our Heavenly Father And I now knew that I must declare that I know that God is a living and present God. I know that Jesus Christ lives. I accept his atonement. This letter to my children explained that it was important that they know that I know that God and Jesus Christ live. My children now know that I stand with God and Jesus Christ I knew this information would surprise and come as a bit of a shock. So I ask you to examine where you stand. When you stand, it is important for yourself and those who surround you to know what you believe. Each of us are at a different place on life's journey. We are all God's children, and hopefully there is a desire for each person to know God, hear God, and then follow the direction you receive from God. Now, almost two years from that middle-of-the-night inspiration, I continue to choose to stand with God. It is more important than ever 
My message to my children, my family, and my friends, for all of us, that it is time to know, to decide who you follow. Do you follow Jesus Christ or do you follow Satan? Being double-minded is serving two masters. When one does not know who to follow, this indecision allows evil spirits in. And these evil spirits can and will kick out that person's own spirit and try to take over their body. Right now, it is time to choose. Decide to sincerely stand for Jesus Christ or Satan. And here are some scriptures about being double-minded. In James 1, verses 5 through 6, If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God, that giveth to all men liberally, and upbraideth not, and it shall be given him. But let him ask in faith, nothing wavering, for he that wavereth is like a wave of the sea, driven with the wind and tossed. In James 8, a double-minded man is unstable in all ways. And so, my friends, choose ye this day who you will serve, and I know for myself that I have chosen to stand with God and serve God. We hope that you've heard the Spirit or felt the Spirit of God urging you to cleanse your life as you've listened to the various spots in the podcast series. There are a few easy steps to remove the spots from your life. The process isn't hard, and once mastered, you will use the process over and over again, going deeper into your soul to be clean and spotless. The first step is to start by making a comprehensive list of all the things in your life you need to get rid of, repent of, or be healed from. You will know your list is complete when you feel you have included all the items that come to mind. The next or second step is to take an inventory of what you're feeding your spirit, because what you feed your spirit is what feeds your flesh. Your body will follow your spirit, so feed your spirit what you want to become. Third. You've identified the spots. Now let's get rid of them or cast them off. Here's how you do that. Present your list to God through prayer. Ask Him for help. As you pray, ask God to remove your spots, to literally take them from you. Remember, it gets easier. You may have heard this teaching by David O. McKay in one of the previous episodes. Your weakest point will be the point at which Satan tries to tempt you and will try to win you. And if you've made it weak before you have undertaken to serve the Lord, he will add to that weakness. Resist him and you will gain in strength. He will tempt you in another point. Resist him and he becomes weaker and you become stronger. Ask God to remove and offload all your burdens, stresses, and concerns. Stop trying to carry them alone. They weren't meant for you to carry. It'll only bring you continued suffering, poor health, and distress to carry them. The last or fourth step. Once you've finished steps one to three, start the process again. Only this time, you're going to travel a little deeper into your soul, searching out even the smallest of spots you might have overlooked or not even recognized. Ask God to reveal them. He has a way of bringing them to the surface so that you'll see them. This is truly a personal experience with you and God as He helps you in the cleansing process. And finally, Continue these steps until you've completely cleansed yourself of any and all spots. 
then move forward by using the atonement of Jesus Christ each and every day to keep yourself unspotted.